Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Mike, the intern, Ned Reynolds in the studio on a Thursday morning. So already some weird stories coming out of training camp, including this you can't play, he can play situation with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. What's the story? This is bizarre, and I have no idea. I can only guess what happened. But he's on the physically unable to perform list for about 35 seconds and then takes himself off that list and he's back in practice again. Mike, the only thing I can think that might have happened, and this is just a guess, is that he came up with what they call an owie, what all the pro football players call it. When you have a little bruise or a bump, and Edward Hilaire may, uh, I'm guessing this, I don't know, may have said, oh, I don't think I can practice today. And the coaching staff said, oh, okay, well, we have several others back here. Wally Pip, that won't mean anything to you, but <laughs> Wally Pip was the guy who Lou Gehrig replaced him mm. when had 2,500 straight games. Anyway, uh, we have other, other running backs here. Uh, why don't you go get yourself? We'll put you on the physically unable to perform list. Oh, wait a minute. Let me think about that for a second. I think I'll be able no, to No, I can work through this. I can work through this. I am guessing that must it's something along those lines where the injury was not what he thought it was going to be, and he's back and so forth and so on. Because this is very strange. You don't get put on that list and then immediately get taken off. So I suspect he may have made a request. Again, don't know. I'm guessing. Um, I thought I read he had to be cleared for something or maybe they want him to clear for something or maybe they saw something they didn't like or he got cleared but, pretty quick. Yeah, he got cleared pretty quick. But in which your your theory is interesting, but at the same time it's still a good thing that he's like, no, 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 I'm playing. Oh, you know, because yeah. most guys, some guys will be like, ah, I'm not going to mess with this body. It's not worth it. He don't care. Let's go play. Uh, Chiefs also uh, on the market for a possible new player. This is a guy who is kind of auditioning for several teams, and the Chiefs are one of them. His name is Chris Odom. He's a big kid. He's Arkansas State kid from down in Jonesboro, but he's been a star player for one, well, actually, what, two months in the United States Football League. He had oh, a great number of sacks, and he was able to harass the quarterbacks. Now, again, this is the USFL. It's not the NFL. And uh, he has thought, and with the recommendation of his coaching staff in the USFL, hey, market yourself. So the Chiefs, who are certainly in need of defensive ends and people who can rush in the backfield, said, yeah, come on, let's give him a try. Odom did have some stardom at college. He was a big deal down Arkansas State, and they had a good team, a bowl team. But whether or not he can come in and crack a championship lineup like Kansas City has, don't know. But they are giving him a try. That's pretty cool. Um, did he ever play in the pros, or did he just go on? USFL. He, but they, he just went to USFL. Not in the NFL. NFL. And the Chiefs are not the only team. I think the Giants are looking at him. The Green Bay Packers have said, yeah, come on. And, and that's pretty typical this time of the year, too, when you're having training camp. If somebody comes along, thinks they may have something to offer, why not? There's always a diamond in the rough. Yeah, speaking of diamonds in the rough, Matt Holliday's son, number one draft choice, and he signed. Can you imagine getting this much money when you're a kid that, that age? 18 years old. Can you imagine? No, Can I you? cannot. $8,190,000. That's all he's allowed to. There is a rule that uh, when you are the number one choice, you have a ceiling, and you can't go above that. Well, he was drafted by the Baltimore Orioles, and they thought enough of uh, Jackson Holiday, his name is, from Stillwater, Oklahoma, 18 years old. Let's sign him to the max they did. This is Matt Holiday's son. He's an outstanding baseball player. Uh, high scholarship as far as college is concerned. Of course, he's 
uncle is the coach at Oklahoma State, and dad is also a coach on that baseball staff. Uh, he has a scholarship offer there, but he turned it down, and he turned pro. Who wouldn't? At $8,190,000, that's pretty doggone good. And this kid is reported to be the real deal. And we'll find out. He's going to the minors. You've heard stories about these great young players coming in and signing big contracts. I think in this case, the kid's coming from a baseball family. He has been scouted by everybody. The Orioles making him their number one pick and spending that amount of money. You have to think he's got something to offer. Absolutely. And and just take uh, Patrick Mahomes, for example, right? He had the pedigree with his father being in professional sports that helped him understand what it is you do for your team, how you carry yourself outside of the game, what you do for your community. And, you know, Holiday's a pretty cool dude from what I understand. So I'm sure his son has got pretty nice pedigree. We had uh, Matt up here last February to be inducted into the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame, and he was a good speaker, excellent speaker. His high school basketball coach was Steve Hesser, who coached at Drury for so many years, Glendale and Drury. (laughs) Holiday says, I should have listened to Coach Hesser a little bit more. (laughs) Of course, he was was joking, but yeah, he's a good guy, uh, and he has raised his son well, and More important than that, though, is what you just pointed out. Here's Patrick Mahomes, whose dad, Pat Mahomes, in Major League Baseball for 16 years. He had the the awareness of what it's like to be in the locker room and be around pro players, and so does the holiday kid. That's a big deal. It is a big deal because, like I said, giving a person like me $8 million at 18 would have been a disaster. But when you give a kid that's got that pedigree, knows what it's like, knows what to do with it, knows not to go crazy, we'll see. I mean, sometimes, you know, kids are kids. But I think it'll be interesting. It's too bad he's not playing for the Cardinals. Kind of a patchwork St. Louis Cardinals team in Canada right now. They've game two against the Blue Jays. Did they at least get one win in Canada? They did, and it's kind of a perfect storm, too. You're right about a patchwork lineup. I don't know half these guys. I'm being facetious, of course, but you don't have your two big guns in there. And uh, when you have Goldschmidt and Arnado on the sidelines because they can't play in Canada, that presents a bit of a problem. But there's one thing that the Cardinals did have going for them last night, and that's Adam Wainwright. Here's Wainwright, who got belted hard in his last game. Here's the key. He's playing or pitching against the Toronto Blue Jays. That's a powerful lineup. I mean, they have sluggers right down the entire line. But they have not seen Adam Wainwright. It's an altogether new story. And they get that big breaking curve and the off-speed pitches. They had no idea what was going on, and Wainwright completely shackled that bunch last night. Cardinals win at 6-1. to one. Real big deals, a three-run homer by guess who? <laughs> Albert blasted one, folks, out a 400-foot shot into the seats at the Rogers Center. And now that is 686 career home runs for Albert Pujols. That is pretty doggone good. Anyway, the final score is 6-1. to one. Cardinals beat the Toronto Blue Jays, take today off, and now head to Washington, D.C. to play the Nationals. And yes, the two big guns will be back in the lineup. You think he's going to hit that record? Problematic. At this know. point, he's kind of slowed down a little bit as well, far. He, he, he's playing, or he played both those games because Goldschmidt wasn't in there, so they put him in. Now they'll go back to platooning him again mm-hmm. against left-handed pitchers. Ah, man, it's too bad because I I really would have loved to see him hit at 700. Oh, well, we'll see what happens. What's uh, the deal with the Royals right now? Royals didn't have a good game yesterday. They played under the sun up at Kauffman Stadium, played the Los Angeles Angels, and got blanked for the second straight game. It was 7-0 two nights ago. Yesterday afternoon, it was 4-0. 
And the, <laughs> I love this. The guy who gets the winning uh, uh, margin out of this, the pitcher, or the Angels. What a great name for a pitcher. Jansen Junk. <laughs> Does that not say it all? And he threw, oh, it's uh, great. Through five innings of shutout, baseball struck out 80, gets the win. That's phenomenal. <laughs> anyway, the Royals uh, are blank. Springfield Cardinals played again against the Frisco Rough Riders, and they lost. You were there to see that game. Uh, yeah, for first, uh, what, three or four innings? Mm-hmm. Looked okay in the beginning, but didn't end up the way. No, they ended up losing the ball game to Frisco 5-2, to two, and hey, those things happen. Frisco's a good ball club. Uh, Graceffo was the losing pitcher, and the Cardinals, the big Cardinals, are looking at him very closely about maybe a promotion. He but looked then, really good. He looked pretty good yesterday. He's a good pitcher. Yeah, he is. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, they was not on the winning margin. Uh, games tonight, tomorrow night, Saturday night, and Sunday afternoon. So who's the team that's going to give up the entire farm for Juan Soto? <laughs> Interesting you would mention that. Heretofore, the Washington Nationals Ball Club has had very little to say about this. A couple of weeks ago, they came up with a statement, there's absolutely no way that we're trading him. Absolutely no way. Now they've backtracked on that. We will entertain offers, but we're not going to give him up for nothing. And the reason they can get away with that is the fact that it's, he's not going to become a free agent for another year and a half or two years. And uh, number two, hey, they can afford to pay the guy, even though he turned down a $447 million contract. Think about that. $447 million over That's 15 years. That figures out to $29 million a year. Turned it down. Thinks he can do better. So, well, we'll see what happens. Anyway, they are entertaining offers. Some speculation that the Cardinals are extremely interested. If they are, they're going to have to give up an awful lot, and the Nationals know that. And I really don't think that's their play because they've already got the bats, man. They need the pitching. Get the pitchers. That's what they need to do. If you're going to spend money, let's spend money on that. At least that's what I think. Ned, have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow.